Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Explainers. I'm Lauren Hansen, an editor at The Week, and today I want to tackle the long saga of Hillary Clinton's emails. Just 11 days before the presidential election, FBI Director James Comey sent a brief and vague letter to Congress saying that the agency had uncovered new emails that could be connected to the investigation of Clinton's homebrew email server. The news sent the Clinton camp and her opponents into a frenzy. But to really understand what the FBI's latest announcement means, we should go back to the beginning. Mr. President-elect, thank you for this honor. In January 2009, just a few months after a long and bruising primary battle against Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton was appointed President Obama's first Secretary of State. Just before her nomination, Clinton installed a private email server at her house in Chappaqua, New York. And for the entirety of her four years as Secretary of State, Clinton never used an official state.gov email address. Instead, Clinton relied on her home server and her at clintonemail.com address for both work and personal correspondence. Clinton claims she set up the server for convenience and not to dodge federal transparency and record laws. I thought using one device would be simpler, and obviously it hasn't worked out that way. Clinton is not the first government official to use a private email account, but of course, email itself is pretty new. Thomas Jefferson sure wasn't using one as Secretary of State. In fact, it's just been three former Secretaries of State, Condoleezza Rice, Colin Powell, and Madeleine Albright, who have held the job when email was a thing. And of those three, only Colin Powell regularly used email. But it's true that like Clinton, Powell used a private email for personal and government work. Unlike Clinton, Powell did not use a private server, which is actually quite rare for federal employees. And you can see why. Having important government documents and correspondence outside of the government's hopefully secure networks could leave America's top secrets vulnerable to hackers. Now, when Clinton was appointed in January 2009, there wasn't actually anything prohibiting federal employees from using private email accounts for work, but it was discouraged. And it was understood that any official correspondence conducted through private emails had to be turned over to the government. Then, 10 months after Clinton took over at state, the National Archives and Records Administration put new regulations in place officially requiring all work emails to be preserved. In 2014, a year after Clinton left the State Department, Congress officially tightened the rules on private email use, basically prohibiting it unless the communications are copied and turned over within 20 days. That same year, the Congressional Committee investigating the Benghazi attack asked the State Department for all relevant emails on the matter. The State Department asked Clinton to turn over all of her non-personal emails. Clinton handed over 55,000 pages of emails. In March 2015, the New York Times broke the private email server story to the public. And just a few months later, the FBI formally launched an investigation into a private email server. Under federal law, the mishandling of national security information is a crime. The FBI was basically trying to determine if Clinton had knowingly exchanged classified information on her private server. Basically, the issues with Clinton's private server can be boiled down to two things, security and record keeping. As far as record keeping goes, Clinton maintains that she complied with the rules at the time because 90% of her emails were in correspondence with government officials on their state or other .gov accounts, which means all of those emails would have already been captured and preserved by government record keepers. 
But if Clinton avoided the .gov email, others may have as well. And at least one of her top aides, Huma Abedin, used private email. So it's difficult to believe that all of those work-related emails Clinton cites are in fact properly preserved. And the bigger issue here is the question of security. Clinton's private email was not run by the government, and security experts say it had essentially no encryption safeguards. If Clinton was sending confidential information through her private email server, it's certainly possible that America's enemies could have hacked into it. And politically, the private email server also feeds into a narrative of secrecy that has shrouded Clinton's career. After all, the email server afforded Clinton an enormous amount of control over what matters are made public and what was kept secret. When prompted by the State Department, Clinton's legal team combed through more than 60,000 emails that she accrued on her private server during her time as secretary. Clinton turned over some 30,000 work-related emails and deemed the other 30,000 personal. Those personal emails were destroyed. This infuriated Clinton's critics, who argue she shouldn't have been the one to decide what was made public and what was private, and she certainly shouldn't have destroyed 30,000 emails. To Clinton's most ardent opponents, this is a smoking gun. People who have nothing to hide don't bleach their emails to keep it from being publicly archived. In July 2016, after a year-long investigation, FBI Director James Comey announced that the agency recommended no criminal charges against Hillary Clinton. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. In essence, it was decided that yes, Hillary Clinton broke the rules and acted recklessly, but no, she didn't do anything illegal. But then came Comey's October surprise. The new batch of emails was discovered on a laptop owned by former New York Congressman Anthony Weiner and his estranged wife, Huma Abedin. Weiner was embroiled in his own FBI investigation for allegedly sexting with a teenager. After securing a warrant, the agency is now determining if those emails contain any classified information. At this point, we don't yet know how long this new search will take or if those emails are significant or not. But the development fuels the accusation of secrecy and dishonesty that have dogged Clinton. And indeed, the polls have tightened, allowing Donald Trump to revel in Clinton's political trouble. We never thought we were going to say thank you to Anthony Weiner. For her part, Clinton is placing the blame on FBI Director James Comey. It's pretty strange to put something like that out with such little information right before an election. And that does it for this week's episode of 7-Minute Explainers. Look out for new episodes every Thursday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.